In the shadow of the most powerful city in the world, the Capital Golf Gang is on the air with instructor John Ronis from the Ronis Academy at River Creek, executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould, and former University of Maryland golfer, Ron Thomas. And now your host from Afternoon Drive on the Team 980 Radio in Washington, D.C., Steve Zabin. You are looking live at the patio at the fantastic Riverbend Club in Great Falls, Virginia. A course with historical significance for this show, which we will explain in just a moment. But hail, hail, the gang is finally all here. Look at this ragtag crew. John Ronis, Ron Thomas, and Mr. Ghoul back in the house. Golf clap, golf clap. Hey, it's good to be back. Hey, we need to keep it down, by the way. Uh, John Madden, not the guy who's like, hey, boom, all right. <laughs> but John Madden, the PGA of America, PGA professional here yep. at the club, is launching the senior championship here at Riverbend on a Friday afternoon. On uh, number one tee, which we're located, what, maybe 100 yards from. Exactly. And we're trying to keep, we're kind of trying to keep you down. This is You Are Looking Live. The golf show is live on location. Do you like the table skirt, by the way? It's perfect. It's perfect. Okay. It looks good. It's good. I need to like, get something to prop it up there. And, uh, right. and we're all here. We're good to go. we got a lot to talk about today. We'll play a quick nine uh, in the second segment of the show. But let's start with this. It's been a brutal summer in the region for golf courses. I mean, in terms of greens, true story, the other day, and as a nice wind freshens up, a Zephyr. See, now you know we're live. You can actually hear it. <laughs> so I was, uh, I was fishing around for a game last weekend, and my boy Bob Miller says, yeah, come on to Chantilly. It's great. We, we have only four temporary greens, and I oh, thought boy. he was pulling my leg. <laughs> only four. Only yeah. four. It's a win. I said, what? And he goes, oh, yeah, you haven't heard? The Northern Virginia courses have been hammered. I said, really? He goes, oh, yeah. Uh, Chantilly, closed. RTJ, closed for a period or two. Uh, my buddy Durf said that Mount Vernon was closed. Ron, you know about that? Yes. You're nodding your head? Yep. Some of the Montgomery County courses are rough. Yeah. Well, R- how- RTJ, by the way, I checked into that because I was listening to you the other day, and RTJ is closed, was closed for aeration. As, as many courses were. Oh, fake news? Fake news. First fake news here it's on the golf news. show? Sorry about that. Fake news. I had a hard time believing, but still. Question. What happened? It's called, what happened? Dra- it's called drainage. Literally, what happened, John Gould? Well, you know, I'm sure every case is specific, but, you know, this happens every summer, it feels like. We, we get moisture. Temporary greens. Well, we get... I don't <laughs> remember that being a common no. thing. No, maybe yeah. not temporary greens, but we have trouble every summer because we get a lot of moisture mm-hmm. and then we get incredible heat. And, you know, so it's hard to grow grass in those conditions. And depending on how it happens in what order, we had our uh, section championship at Golden Horseshoe, what, mid-August. They had 15 inches of rain in 15 days. Right. For Good. a while, they, they couldn't cut the Googly. grass. But Googly. thank God they had new greens down there. So the That's the USGA spec greens are what's going to drain it all out. You don't, if you have USGA spec greens, you don't have to worry about those conditions. You Ron, have to worry about the heat. Ron, you, you play more places here than anyone on this set. So you tell me, what have you seen? What have you heard? I have seen and what I've heard um, is essentially the problem is at nighttime. When you have high temperatures at night, the roots don't get a break. Right. They, don't they don't catch cool. a break. So the roots are boiling underneath and generally in the evening you get some cooling off but uh, that's what you're running into i uh, have played a lot of golf courses and i'm not going to mention the ones that are in really bad shape but there are by the way i'm not trying to golf course shame anybody i'm just trying to give reports on the ground it's The, the, the problem is you have it's the cooling off is fine but you can cool off with water the problem is when there's too much water. Sitting there, and then the sun comes out, and it starts baking, it's yeah. a boiler. Correct. Yeah. So when you can't control water, we're in trouble. So the superintendent will say, I can handle the heat because he can syringe all day long. He might, be in the, he might be out there at 2 in the morning. Yeah. But they can control that. When there's too much water on you the ground, can't get rid of it. it's over. In the hullies and the gullies. And, and so the... it's all about drainage. And if you take a look at where we're sitting right here, it happens to be in perfect condition. <laughs> I don't see any well, as usual. The river yeah. bend is well. Ridiculous. Here's why, though, Zabe. I was I grew up here. We'll talk about this. We'll later. talk about it. Yeah. But the fact is that this was a reconstructed golf course with proper drainage. So what happens is when you have these puddles and pools, mm-hmm. you can't control them. They're going to die. They're just going to die. 
And here you look around, and I'm sure there's a couple little spots. We can't see one. And that has to do with the tee boxes being a certain drainage and the way they're built. And then the fairway sloping two drains all over the place. And And that's a new construction because this place was renovated. And it's important to point out that with the proper turf, you're going to have a better chance of survival. And the proper turf, meaning the newer turf, the hybrid turfs. Go ahead and lay them on me. Because we are in the mixed zone where our courses here are bent. Well, this is bent. bent gets hammered at 90-plus degrees, and we had that for 30 days in a row. And this is bent. Right, it is bent. This whole golf course is bent. So it comes down to, again, uh, being able to control the uh, water. The tee boxes on the range, which, by the way, is the – range is an insult. The practice facility. Facility. It rivals Augusta. In yep. its intent and design and layout and peace of mind. It's massive. Too. It is incredible. It's Bermuda. Well, the tees. The tees. The tees are a thin-bladed. The tees are a thin-bladed Bermuda that former superintendent Tom Lipscomb said you should get it for your backyard tee box. Yeah. It, you have to. Because it recovers. It's a latitude right. 482 yeah, or something yeah, like that. You have to get a tee box. Right. In Bermuda. Okay. But here's the question I have as I see the carnage in late August of all these courses, temporary greens and whatnot, and after going down to install my daughter at CNU and then going right over to the James River Club, yes, beautiful which place. <laughs> looks mwah, yep. and it was wall-to-wall perfect grass because it's Bermuda, I'm thinking to myself, why don't we just make the switch to Bermuda up here in the DMV? Would that be I doable? constantly talk about it to superintendents, and the, there's and two what do they reasons, say? two general reasons. One, it goes dormant. It yep. doesn't green up until June around here, right? right? It goes dormant, right. and it's ugly. Um, I have no problem playing off a of dormant grass. I mean, no. it's, it's a piece but of cake. You can overseed it with rye. Like and then the, gen- the general, the general big, common Bermuda yeah. will spread into everything. Yes. And then that... that it, it go- once it goes, it goes. Yeah, then you're like uh, down the Atlanta Golf Club or wherever they have the Atlanta uh, Tour Club? Championship every year, and they yeah. say that rough is unplayable sure. at two and a half inches. Because that's all it takes for Bermuda to be right. unplayable. So those are the two reasons why we don't go to Bermuda, but there's plenty of public golf courses that haven't had the money in our area that have gone through a couple of summers like we've gone through that have basically let their golf course go to seed of Bermuda. Right. And now they're beautiful. Yeah, because the Bermuda really? creeps everywhere. Yeah. yeah so they're letting it go Bermuda. Yeah, they sort they, of a wildcat Bermuda. They can't Bermuda. afford to really yeah. make the choice. Yes, yes, it is a common Bermuda, but nowadays it's good. So the golf courses that have been redone or redesigned um, in my area, which is Anne Arundel County, Chartwell uh, Country Club, Chartwell went to they redesigned golf the redesigned golf course. They went to a Bermuda. Their fairways are perfect. Their collars are in trouble. Mm. Navy. Unbelievable redo. It's just fantastic. It was already a wonderful golf course, all Bermuda. So I have a friend that's on the Chartwell uh, Greens Committee, Golf Committee, and the guys from South River were out there last week, well, a little over a week now, looking at the grass. They are now at South River going oh, to go to yeah. the Bermuda. because yeah. And by go to it, you mean just let it go? What you do is you, spray you, 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 kill. You, you burn the fairways, yeah. you spray them, you kill them, and then you sprig them. Yeah. Oh. You sprig them with okay. literally like it sounds. So it's doable this far north, yeah. but this is right about well, it. So Woodmont was Zoiza, which is a form of a Bermuda. TPC was Zoysia back when I worked yeah. there. And the only problem... I, I don't I like Zoysia. Zoysia's next, garbage, The other problem the with a Zoysia or Bermuda fairway is you could get <clears throat> a massive winter kill. Sure you could. So that's the other that, problem. That happened a couple years ago. That happened in Avenel, actually. Right. Right. So, I mean, it's, it's a trade-off, right? It's cost yeah. first converting, doing with the best you have with what you have, or, you know, if you have to, you have other problems that you don't anticipate, the anticipated problems when you do yeah. switch. So, so it yeah. sounds like the solution is to move to Arizona. That's, <laughs> I'm gathering from you guys as armchair agronomists, that's yeah. the only way I, to get away from this region because this is what happens. It frustrates me as a golfer. My buddies in Wisconsin are like, it's mint up here. And of course it's mint because it never gets hot enough to hurt right. their cool season grasses. Bermuda, bluegrass, Call Kentucky them in bluegrass. October and say how mint it is here and the they've got snow are, on the no, grass. This <laughs> is, this, <laughs> the clubs are away uh, in October. We'll say from a, Same thing in May. <laughs> from a standpoint of a, a general manager, and you say, boy, we can put a nice, beautiful addition patio on the back of that porch there. Or? And we can sit people. Or we can put in drainage. <laughs> both of them are going to be. Are you two, saying drainage doesn't yeah, hold both very are be well? Two with the million dollars. Yeah. Because that's drainage is expensive. Yeah. The drainage is what this is all about. 
this is why this looks like this behind I us. I think members would vote for new carpeting ahead of drainage. Correct. Probably. So they don't see it. So this is a <laughs> Not fix very sexy. That people no. don't see. And it's, but it's mandatory. Because you'll bring your guests to sit here on this beautiful patio. Right. right. You're, you're not, not going to sit gonna in a hole sh- out there. You're going to say, well, it's a French drain here, <laughs> right. you see. We used to have a little uh, thing that uh, caused it to go out here. Now it just goes right down to that creek. Well, and the gonna, other thing is right. to do, put in the drainage, you've got you to gotta give up the golf course for a period of time or, yeah, or a couple a holes of, or however they yes, do it. Well, Steve, you've often talked about this creek that runs the little stream that runs here along number 18 yes. as being a really neat feature, kind of an oddity. It is a little well, bit of an oddity. That's for drainage. It is? Of course. Really? You sure? It has to be. Okay. It seems ornamental to me. Now, one of the they great... make it. Make okay. it ornamental. Yeah. I mean, uh, at Riverbend at 18, the 18th hole, par 5, reachable, left side going up to the green, is a small little origin pond, no bigger than your backyard pool. Smaller, actually. Almost like an oversized koi pond. And then it cascades down all the way to a creek that bisects the property at the bottom of the hill, about yeah. 150 yards so away. So it has a purpose. I guess it does, but they maintain it with the most elaborate flowers and yeah. floral this and all I can think. Pavers. Yep. Right, Beautiful. pavers and stuff. And all I can think looking at it as a homeowner is, oh, my God, who picks the weeds out of that thing? <laughs> it would just be a never-ending project. But it's, it's really and, – and I've hit my ball in there too, which is a penalty, so don't do that. So anyway, so this golf course – was redesigned by a gentleman named Keith Foster out of Middleburg, Virginia, who is a interesting fella. And unfortunately, <laughs> he ran into trouble with the law. I don't know if he is currently incarcerated or was briefly and then has served his time, but basically he got caught up in importing exotic animal skins and horns and stuff yeah. against federal regulations. They had a sting. He actually admitted to the feds, yeah, I probably shouldn't be telling you this. And then he said, look at these antelope horns. Look at this. Because he is a historian. He is sort of like an artistic type of guy. Antique store. He Antique owns a bed store. and breakfast in right. Middleburg. Yeah. And a golfer who had an eye for redesigning a classic course like this. Now, you and I, John Ronis, grew up, in essence, on this golf course. Your family was a member here. Right? And my wife's, yeah. And your wife. I was on the Langley golf team, which played here. I was the yeah, only black the sheep. Streets yes, I was the only black right. sheep, not a member. The entire Langley golf team was <laughs> Riverbend members and then me from Herndon Centennial. Oh, yeah. Hi, guys. you got a really nice course here. So, but was it? it? What? Was it a really nice course back then? Oh, it, it was the nicest course I'd ever been to in terms of conditions and everything else. Yeah. However, I used to play here in Interclub because yeah, my parents correct. were members at Evergreen, yeah. and I remember playing here. However, truthfully speaking, it was a course that had some routing issues. They had back-to-back par fives. Yep. Mm-hmm. They had some uninteresting green complexes. When uh, I was a member. And they had too you, many trees. You were playing in high school. I, I was a member here from zero to ten years old. There was no irrigation on the course. Oh. So, that probably made it firm and fast. John, what, so. what about the drainage? Too boring. And this was like a double wide where we're sitting right here because my sister got married right over there. Your sister got married in a double wide? Basically, this clubhouse was like a double wide trailer down yeah. there. And she got married there, and my wife was the uh, flower girl, and I was a ring bearer. So this, and I was in that pool 24 hours a yeah. day when I wasn't playing golf. And the range was a tiny sliver of unused land next to number 10. That required kids to hand pick it with literally a batting helmet and a face shield. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not no, kidding. It was wow. just a sliver right there. Yeah. And my dad and my father-in-law would constantly talk because they were both on the board at different times. And they would talk about buying the piece of property across the street. And that would be the range and all that. Well, eventually. One day they did. They Somebody did. did. Yeah. Well, Moose and, and Rocco found their wallets, and they said, yeah. "Why? Well, how about we move you down the road right. here? The I, other neat thing about this place, too, is the origin now with their logo, with the uh, Fox logo, with the trench coat, because yeah. of the uh, many CIA employees that were original right. members here, and that's yeah. kind of a, a homage to their history here. I th- that logo is one of the best in this Yeah, yeah. It's cool, and it's kind of like their alternate logo. Right. It's like their know? member logo. Their member right. logo. Right. <laughs> you yeah. can't walk in as a guest and go, right. I'll take one of those Fox shirts. No, yeah. you won't, yeah. sir. Yeah. Hey, uh, so, yeah, and this is, and this is tucked away like – it's hard to get to. It's probably the least accessible of major clubs in the area because it's hard up almost on the river, but not quite deep into the forests and the hills of Great Falls, Virginia. Yeah. It's uh, very small houses around. Very, very small. Yeah, no, very small. no, there, there are some small ones. They're but super was, expensive, the, even the small ones. The and amazing, there's some giant ones as well. The, not to cut you off, Ryan, the amazing yeah, thing right. about the redo was this is a landlocked course. 
you know, there are the houses right. all around. You can't see them. Right. But they're all the uh, – and so the, what they did with this golf course in the reroute and the redo was phenomenal. From a, from a personal standpoint, I played a round of golf here with Steve Zabin and Gary Williams and yeah. CJ, Chris Johnson, and I shot even par. And I was thrilled because I got to do that in front of Gary Williams. And what was funny is he I did – Did Gary notice – uh, no, he won't remember. Yeah, he no, he, he whatever. Just, Just give me kidding. a little time here. <laughs> but it, but you know you remember those rounds. Of course, playing with Gary. Uh, the other thing, back to Keith Foster. Keith Foster had the world by the. Oh, you know what? Yeah. He was He'd in the up. middle of the congressional redo yeah. when yeah. he was. He also did Philadelphia Cricket Club. He was the go-to yeah. guy. And he, and 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 uh, African antler, uh, African antler brought him down. horns brought him down. It's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. I don't know how getting, serious that crime is. I will say, getting, it's a crime. You shouldn't be doing it. But, getting, but it was big money. It was yeah. a couple yeah. hundred thousand dollars. He's getting big money for these redos. So for why God would sakes. you wonder why he would do it? I, but well, I understand. And if you're doing it, don't talk about it. Make it like yeah. Fight Club. He, pig, he blabbed it right pig, to the feds. Pigs yeah. get fat, hogs, hogs get, get slaughtered. slaughtered. Exactly. Get, getting back to this kind of club, and we'll have John Madden, the, the director. We of might golf. have John. Yeah, Madden. he'll get over here. Um, <laughs> I grew up here. There's a there's a uh, professional named Don Saylor. You yep, know, Don, know Don Saylor, former president of the section. He was the kind of guy who would. I was two when I started playing golf. I wasn't eligible for any of these clinics or anything, but my brother was in it. He was nine years older than me, and he would pull me out. And then they eventually cut some clubs down for me. Nice. They were Patty Bird clubs or whatever. But that was what kind of club this was and is. It's still a small club. But it's the family, yes, it's the family atmosphere, and it's, this is how the next generation is going to be a Riverbend member, it, and we're going to train them. Looking at it from where we are sitting, it has the feel of, well, it has the Keith Foster feel. It looks like a championship U.S. Open style golf course from mm-hmm. appearance. No yeah. question. The borders, yep. the cuts, yeah. the bunkering. The green complexes. That's perfect. Look here. From where we are, you know immediately that you are at a championship caliber golf course. Mm -hmm. Some of the holes they redesigned to make the routing flow better included number eight and number nine on the front, which used to be 17 and 18 on the back. And number eight on the front here, it rises to a green, which has what is called an infinity flag where basically you see nothing but the flag stick. Nothing behind it. And nothing but blue sky behind it. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. And then number nine is a par five, in which if you play it from all the way back, it is a long, sprawling, (laughs) brawling par five that requires, unlike many par fives, attention to your tee shot, because if you don't hit a good one and it's in the rough, you may not be able to clear the pond on your second shot and you'd have to lay back to something like 200-plus yards for your third. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great par five. Yeah. And you know what else I love about the design is a lot of the green runoff areas, the fringes, run right into the next yes. tee box. Yeah, it's a it's really so – that's school. we saw some of that old at Woodmont. School. We did yeah. see some walkways and things, and it is – it's just so pretty to play the golf course like that, and it's little things – that separate these clubs. I mean, let's face yeah. it. It's an elite club, and that's why it's elite. And great history of, of hosting events, too, for us. Just had the Virginia Amateur? Just had the Virginia Amateur. Mm-hmm. Mark Lawrence won. We yeah. have our section championship here next year. We've had other events. They they try to, what I think what John Madden's and the club's philosophy is, let's host one event a year for, for an association. So, great. for example, the section might be on a three- or four-year rotation because the Virginia State, yeah. Washington Met, some of those get in the, uh, you know, the ladies' association get yeah. in there. You know, really incredible because not every really nice club like this is able to do that. John, how far out do you have golf courses picked, particularly for the section yeah, championship? Yeah, section championship, our bigger events, we probably are three or four years out right now. Uh, the, the other events, it's, it's more of a year-to-year thing. Okay. But, yeah, uh, one of, uh, Bob Heinz, our tournament director, has done a great job of getting us ahead. We're, we're three or four years ahead, which is wonderful to, to have that. Yeah, and you guys do such a good job with – with all your tournaments. I'll commend you at the end of the show for your junior tour. It's just so stinking phenomenal. It really is. We'll talk about it later. If you have an invite from somebody to play Riverbend, you've never played it, run. Don't walk to accept right. it. Yeah. Take the day off of work and definitely do it. Yeah. By the way, that day that you played with me and Gary mm-hmm. and you shot 71, One. Yep. he did say afterwards, he goes, this round took too long. I'm like, Gary, at 401. 
<laughs> and then he's like, what did Ron shoot? I go, you don't need to know. <laughs> I'm kidding. Gary is the best, man. He plays so quickly. Coming up, we'll play a quick nine. We're live this week out at Riverbend Club in Great Falls. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who have to come up with creative excuses to their wives for those grass stains on their pants. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who want to aside. Automatic presses, tee it up everywhere, and use the grease. Only way to play. Zabe here. The gang has all reassembled. Golf season ain't over. No way. We're playing deep into the fall this year. We've lost too much time in the spring. John Ronis of the Ronis Academy at River Creek, not far down the road from here, is immediately to my left. Ron Thomas, uh, longtime captain of the Maryland team in the Potomac Cup and uh, also one of the board of directors of the Mid-Atlantic, or excuse no, me, the Washington, Maryland Washington, Washington Metropolitan Golf Association. Golf Association. Yes. Thank you. And John Gould, the executive director of the Mid-Atlantic PGA. All right, let's play a quick nine, boys. Lots to talk about in the world of golf. Are you ready? Yes, ready. You guys have been supplied with the yardage book for this course this week. So none of these are a surprise. You should have the proper clubs. Here we go. Hole number one, people who clutch their cardigans over how far the modern ball flies. Oh, it's ruining architecture. Oh, the game is a joke. Are simply the worst. Change my mind. Or don't change my mind. I I, I mean, what are we going back to the horse and buggy at some point, too? I mean, (laughs) the fact is, it's just, it's, it's exciting. The ball goes faster. The ball goes farther. And you still got to put it in a four and a quarter inch hole. So I'm not going to change your mind on that. Okay. I, I agree with John. I'm just going to. How do you feel, there. though, Ron, about people who just won't, especially those bloggers, writers, et cetera, who just won't shut up? You mean Jack Nicholas? No, nah, Nicholas just brings it up. Oh, yeah. he, he's not writing about I'm it. Not writing he's about not on a campaign. I just wish, in general, generally speaking, I wish people would just not have an opinion about something all the time. Oh. Yeah, fair enough. Jeez. Oh, to look yeah, away. Exactly. <laughs> We're talking to a sports talk radio host. Yeah, that's a, my job to have opinions. To do it. I know. I know. I, I would say just look at the last two weeks. It's it's a, you can set it up to avoid all, all that the, yes. the problems that they're having. TPC Boston. They set it up, you know, so they could bomb it. And they, they wasn't were it also dry under. and burnt out? There was very little rough, and right, the ball was right. ka-doing, so ka-doing. thirty under wins, <laughs> which was exciting, by the way. I and thought then, it was very exciting. What and are then, they? First round, we're taping here on Friday. First round at Olympia Fields. What three unders leading? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's ways to do it. It's it's rough. It's it's with the fairway. It's right. you know you can it, it's firmness not of greens. Ways. Here's the thing though. Okay, I was looking at the there's a story Jeff Shackelford who does a good job blogging and you see him on Golf Channel from time to time. He's the guy I'm talking about. He won't shut up about this. And I'd love to just sit down cordially with a beer and just to demolish him in this argument because he's wrong about it. He's going on and on about it. it's the balls, the equipment, everything else. I want to say to him. So the ball and the equipment have been locked now for 15 years almost in terms of performance. Is yeah. that about right? Yeah. They haven't allowed any CC increases in the head size right. or shaft length, and the ball's been finally stopped, at least in terms of performance. The yeah. distances keep going yeah. one, up. One man example. So explain to me what about the fact that the equipment has, has been stopped and the distances keep going up? I can explain it if you'd like. We just got to look from the first oh, tee. Sorry, sorry. Okay. Sorry, um, we're very sorry. Sorry. Will you wave to us? Silence, sorry quiet, that. please. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Sorry. The difference is I'll the technology of the golf club has changed where the ball doesn't have to come out as fast. It can come out the same speed, but go farther because of the spin rate and the trajectory. So you're saying the last 12 years have been tuning the ball to the equipment? Well, the equipment has basically tuned to the ball. It's better athletes. Actually. It's better oh, there's no yeah. question about that. It's yeah. like, and the technology, the, the, the track man technology allows you to realize, yeah. hey, if I launch it one degree higher with less spin, <clears throat> right. that right. my travel and my yeah. yard, total yardage. Yeah, but And if you're DeChambeau, it's Taco Bell and yeah. Nandrolol. That's what the difference is. <laughs> it's not the ball. DeChambeau has <laughs> got, what, a six-degree driver? Six yeah. degrees. Yeah. So yeah. where would you ever do that if you didn't have technology to look at that? 
and say, boy, where would if you I could, figure it out? Where would you figure it out? Right. You know, on, you on an empty field with yeah. a with a with a teenager with a bag shag bag out there, three hundred yards. And a go syringe. get that one. <laughs> syringe. Okay. All right, we're on number one right now. Let's go. Hole number two. Quick nine. Is Phil Mickelson going to be the Tony Romo of golf? I believe he's going to be the new uh, Jimenez, Miguel Angel. In the most Angel. interesting man in the yes, world. Yes, I believe golf. he'll he'll develop oh. a stretching routine, <laughs> and he'll be starting to either smoke something or just wear the ridiculous eyeglasses. Will he be on television? Is he right. is, is he going is he television. going to be? No, he, I think he's going to go the other direction and keep playing. Oh. Well, then he's not going to be the Tony Romo of golf. I believe he's not. All right, uh, Ron Thomas, is he going to be the Tony Romo of golf? We can talk louder. Yes. I think that Mickelson is going to be so good. He already makes a lot of money. I think he's going to get paid a lot more. Equal, yeah, maybe equal. And he likes to make money. He loves it. He loves money. Fig jam, baby. And he's got a lot to say. Think about this. I, I think that Mickelson is so privy and so aware of everything that's going on when it comes to the media and what is said about players and different things, he will take it upon himself to represent all of the players and get back at those in a, in a funny, condescending, snide way. He'll, he'll get a chance to get back at all these clowns what, that have the microphone in front of them while oh. they're out playing. Oh. What's right. great is he's, he's friends so revenge with all those, of the players. Yes. He's, and he's friends with all the young guys. Oh, you know, yeah. They all love him. So he's going to know. It's not like he's going to get there. And, you know, Romo for a while knew all the players uh, when he was talking about the NFL. And now he's been out long enough that maybe he doesn't know them. Well, Mickelson's going to know them for decades yeah. because of all, how long our, our players stay in the, on the tour. Mickelson That's a good comment, Ronnie. That's a good comment. And I think he already tried or he already yes, did. with Faldo. He had three minutes on there yes. and he butchered Faldo. <laughs> well, exactly. And he's going to be able to pitch his, his you coffee. Imagine if, you <laughs> imagine if he was on with Johnny Miller? Yeah. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh well, you know, Mickelson could have settled in as the old nerd that doesn't relate, but with social media and his whole cockiness of hitting bombs, yeah. that has appealed to the younger players, yeah. and they dig it. How about him going out and winning his first event? I know that's not a new thing. But, By a mile, but, too. Yeah, I mean, well, four strokes. I think the four strokes is more indicative. There's other guys that can play. Just saying. He, he, the oh, guy's good. All right, we'll see. Uh, hole number three, quick nine. Vin Scully is auctioning off his golf clubs. Whose clubs would you most love to have, and they cannot be a tour player's clubs, either well, as a collectible or something else? Well, the, Remember the Seinfeld episode with JFK? Were you going to say that? Okay, go ahead. I was going to say. I was just going to reference that, but I'd love to have Bob Knight's clubs, Coach Knight's clubs. Oh, that would be something right there. Huh? Yeah, you know they've been airborne. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you can imagine uh, with just, the stories that yeah, could be Yeah, I just would love Coach Knight's clothes. Told. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it, it would always be one-on-one where you're heroes, right? It's not for resale value or for right. or for anything like that. So, you know, for me, obviously, it's going to be one of the Boston sports guys. It's going to be Yaz, maybe, or or even Brady. At Bill Buckner. <laughs> maybe oh, Thank no. you for the dig. I appreciate that. <laughs> Ouch. A lot of pain there. Ronus, what about you? You know, I'd still actually just go to a, a – Set from Jack Nicholas, who's the greatest Can't, player to ever and, live. And, and uh, that's, read the fine print. You hit it right <laughs> into the water on hole number three. I said <laughs> no, you can't pick a tour player. You dummy. He's on a tour anymore. I texted yeah. you this last night. He's, he's not supposed on to tour read anymore. He's just revealed his affinity. I don't know how to. Uh, I don't know how to read. Email. He wants Ron Thomas's club. Love, oh, I love Jack. I so Barbara Nicholas. No, how about a musician? You know what? If a musician played, it would be Paul McCartney. How about Hootie? You want Hootie's clubs? No, I have nothing to do with Hootie. <laughs> okay. I want Paul McCartney's <laughs> golf clubs. Wagon he doesn't wheel. play golf, but I'll take one little napkin of a song. Ready yeah. Paul let's, go, right. let's go to the next one. Right. If I can't I'm have, out of bounds. Who's if, yours? If I can't have Jeff Knox, the marker at Augusta, and his oh, clubs, yeah. I will take something from the Caddyshack set. Ty's clubs, oh, Cherubic's Which clubs. were Wilson staffs, by the way. Yes, yeah. they were. All right, hole number four. The Champions Tour should retire its golf carts if it ever wants to be taken seriously. No way. Absolutely not. No, I mean, it's... Yeah, they're Are you kidding me? I, Absolutely I, not. They're 50. They're not 90. Well, Walk. some of them are 60. Walk! No. This is why we want... This, the Champions Tour doesn't, doesn't exist to have us... Uh, just continue to watch great golf. We want to pull back that that memory nostalgia. of those guys' nostalgia. I, That's the word I'm looking for. I yeah. think the way the game is, which is more sport now than ever, letting these guys zip around in a cart is a huge, well, tacky 
black eye. Now we, that guys like Mickelson are going to play it, it's going to get more eyeballs. The first thing someone said to me was, why was he riding a cart? And I'm like, it's the senior tour, which they don't call senior tour. Champions, Champions tour. tour. Yeah. It's, uh, but okay. it's nostalgia. We don't, yeah. yeah. I don't need that. We that, just, we just played guy. the Maryland Open, and we, for the first time, were allowed to use golf carts, and it was great. It was great. But you're you amateurs. Know, you know, These well, guys are pros playing for money. No, there were and professionals. Maryland possibility open. that they oh. might even get closer to you, though, driving and in the cart than they would walking down the middle of the fairway. Maybe. Oh. Why do you, what is your beef with it? If you want to just reach Steve, out and touch. Steve, what's your beef with it? It looks, it looks cheesy. It looks tacky. What it's about, is it the same as the shorts? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, got a, I got a big for heart you, on. it's probably a little bit of a long putter syndrome. I got a big heart on for shorts and a big heart on for carts. Okay. Even though I wear both, and I want to use both. <laughs> yeah. Hypocrite much? Yes. Classic. Thank yeah. you very much. Hole number five. <laughs> Classic. If you lay up and your ball still ka-dunk, ka-dunk, rolls into the hazard, it is your fault, and you should not whine about it. Agree? 100% agree. Disagree. Those, I mean, whose other fault is it? Yeah. Who's hitting the ball? There may or Ronnie, there never. may or may not have been a Calcutta or a big tournament <laughs> over in Ocean City recently called the Bobby Vermillion. Mm-hmm. One of our members may or may not have <laughs> tried to lay up on the 18th at War Admiral and hit it in the water. May or may not have hit it in the water. And proceed to lose 35000 <laughs> May or may not have may. lost 35000 Rumors yeah. have it, Rumors but yeah. cannot be confirmed. Yeah. And it was on a layup? A layup. Mm-hmm. Okay, the reason I bring There's it up. There's a whole podcast, no laying up. Right, <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> right. There's a reason I bring it up. Last weekend, I played with my boy Juan Account Rose. We went all the way up to Pennsylvania, north of Gettysburg, to play this place called Quail Valley. His friend he grew up with owns the course. It's just a beautiful, simple, humble beauty. He was a lot of fun. He was in great shape. And on the third hole, it's par five with a big craggly creek that you really can't carry. So he lays up with an eight iron, which is a pretty soft layup. Yes. It's hard. It's dry. Kadunk, kadunk. He's like, where's my ball? Where's my ball? And we get up there, and I go look right in the creek, and there it is with a stupid red dot on the title. It goes right there, Johnny, laid up. He was on tilt for a couple of holes, so mad about it and not wanting to take responsibility. Look, look and, I'm like, and I'm like, bro. <laughs> Look where it's coming. Look where it's coming. What's his nickname? Okay. What did you say his nickname? One account. Was? That's right. You know yeah. the irony of I love the him. layup I love is, is that you you make up your mind that you're going to lay up, yet you still want to hit a club that is oftentimes going to bring the right trouble the into play. Right. The first, you're like the dumbest. Yeah, thing. If you're an idiot, the first yeah. the yeah. first rule of laying up is make, make sure you lay, sure you lay up. up. Just like Fight yeah. Club. Okay. And then don't blame someone else for having hard grass. Sorry. I was trying to lay up one inch. In I don't know if he blamed the hard grass. You're not but that he, good, he son. He, I, as I told him gently, because I'm his friend, we can speak honestly, I said, you're not taking ownership of this, John. You're not taking ownership of this. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, hole number six. John Paramore and Andy McPhee are both retiring as famous golf rules officials. What do you think, John Gould, of both of those guys? I believe Paramore's claim to fame is that he was the one that penalized the 15-year-old Chinese teenager at the Masters one year for slow play. It's not Hao Tong Lee. It was someone else. Yeah. Well, both are, are legends. I knew, I knew of Paramore more. He's like a bigger name, kind of like Slugger White is on okay. our PGA Tour. I've, I've heard the name of, for McPhee, Andy McPhee, but I didn't, you know, never heard any stories about him. But Paramore... You know, he was always in the last group, whether it was for a major. You know, it wasn't one of our guys, usually from the U.S. It was, well, maybe Slugger, but it was almost always Paramore, President's Cup, Ryder Cup, all that stuff. He was always the guy that was their number one, that was always in the in the last group. And there was a great story about him with Seve. Because Seve used to always, you know, he tried, oh, to, he, tried to manipulate he rules, the rules officials. Right. And it was a Spanish Open or Spain Open or whatever, whatever it's called over there. Uh, and, and they had a, a hole behind his ball, but he was behind a tree. Seve was behind a tree. And, and uh, Seve's trying to argue that it, it is a burrowing animal hole, which you get relief from. Well, burrowing animal, it, it used to wait, it, it used to be in the rules. It, the animal had to live there. It had to be its residence, right? <laughs> so, right. So it's a tiny this little hole. This is the hole. gopher summer hole? Yeah. yeah it's right. regular hole. I is know I saw the moat here yesterday. Yeah, I know I saw so it. So you can just... <laughs> that's good. Let's that's 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 pretty good. Yes. That's that's good. That's so you can just imagine Seve He just ran out of the hole. I went to relief. Yeah. And But Paramore, he was a tough guy, and he was a... He's still alive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
they're retiring. They're just yeah, retiring. they're both retiring. Yeah. Yeah. And just not in life. Yeah. That's what I thought. Confident in the rules enough to say no, Savvy. You know, in Spain. You know, it's tied on the last hole. Sevy's ball a big know. lead. In Spain, said, no, no, you don't get relief do, for that. You're not do gonna you, John Gould, as a rules official, uh, do you have a favorite rules official that you – No. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not a fan boy okay. like, like that. You know, Do you guys I, have a Hall of Fame for golf rules officials? Not that I'm aware of. Should I you start one? So. <laughs> no. Should we get trading cards? <laughs> Ooh, I'll trade you one slugger hey, white for an Andy McPhee. It's just like officials in other sports. You don't want to be noticed. Do you, you don't want – you know, the, unless, you know what? unless you're not, Jerry Duffy. Let's just point that out. It's not like officials in other sports. Your job out there is to constantly be looking out to help the player. Protect so the field. Well, you're yes. not running around saying, don't hold, don't hold, don't hold. You're, other right. guys aren't. You that's are really going your out job there. as a rules official oh, in golf? No, help yeah. the player? Yeah. Well, that's the way I look at if it. If you see something about to happen, you don't just go, oh, my huh. God, that's going to happen. We can't you blurt cover it out. Every other, every other arena that sports play in, we can't cover the whole field. Right, right. Or they, or they cover the whole field. We can't. I might yeah. have two holes or rove on nine. Yeah. So I, most of the time, most every time. I got the rest of the course covered from my couch with yeah, my phone. Exactly. Most of the time, I'll I'm coming it. up, and they say, what happened? I didn't see it happen. Yeah. I'm saying, uh, what happened? Are you the yeah. final go-to guy at the section championship? We need Ronus. I mean, we need Gould. <laughs> you we need no, no, we, we need Gould. We need Gould. Yeah. I would say we do as a group because that's the best thing about, you know, we, we can talk. Like, even, even when I'm – maybe when I'm giving relief from a penalty area, which I've done a thousand times, sometimes I just – brain fart and i say hey guys yeah. i'm just making sure you know two club lengths right yeah you we know? do it as a group sounds yeah. like every blown draft pick in the nfl <laughs> right. who picked that guy well, a group i mean process. i follow the last group <laughs> yeah but All right. you, know, you cool. do follow the last Correct. group so you're the big cheese i tell you it's a cool gig if you are one of those guys because you are walking in history Greatness. in golf yeah every lot. major god with maryland awesome. open this year came yep. down to the 18th hole yep. okay. kelly newland was uh, yep. officiating so, All right, uh, hole number seven, quick nine. Have you ever seen or played with somebody with such an awful motion, action, swing, putting stroke that you literally had to look away I do. to avoid getting you shook? Matthew Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> He's on tour. Uh, I, I don't care. You said you seen. Okay, so it's you can't a, look at Wolf. Uh, these are I'm going to call these Medusa swings, hey, where who, you watch them and you'll turn to stone. Which of the young guys now has a has a pump fake? Uh, Hovland. Hovland is doing yeah. the pump fake yeah. on certain. Yeah. Holes. Well, when he when he wants to hit a draw or power it up, he fades the ball normally, so he takes a normal swing. But when he's when he really wants to par five, I'm not talking about tour pros. Oh, I'm, you're not. I'm talking you're not. about okay. I'm talking about amateurs. Could I tell you stories? Where, okay. <laughs> Do you have to turn away on the lesson tee, Ronis? How about uh, myself? My own. Story. I had. I'll tell you this. I had a wife come up to me and said. You please, please have to fix what my husband's doing because no one will play with us anymore. Oh, <laughs> no way. Goodness and the gracious. motion was, I can't do it justice Charles here, Barkley but like? take a normal stance, put the club behind the ball, and then start going into a sawing motion back and forth like you're trying to start a fire. Oh, yeah. <laughs> saw, 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 saw. And as yeah. you're doing that, yeah. your stance goes from square to a good 70 yards right of the target. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Saw, 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 moving the feet, moving the feet, and then oh, yeah. the swing comes so over the top, the ball clips the leg pants just yeah. a little bit and goes down the middle. Oh, Lord, help <clears throat> us. I would say the worst thing for me is not, because I'm not, I'm not a, smart enough on the swing as you guys, is pace. If somebody takes two minutes you to get a shot, I can't watch it. Yeah. i got to turn That's away. brutal. Got I mean, you're waiting. You're thinking they're going to pull the trigger. Anytime you start, you do the false step, you know, where you kind of do yeah. that, where they, you think they're – and they don't – they don't pull the trigger. I got to look. I had a lady giving a lesson the first swing. She took the shaft was in front of her eyes. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> oh that one. Wait, yeah. How's that possible? But it was right in front of her eyes. Did, like, wow, did I just see that? There's oh, a uh, on, hit another one. on Instagram, there's a famous golf app or something, or uh, it's Zyre or Zare Golf or something like that. And? Did you see the video of the guy who, on the first tee at the tournament over in Europe, it was like a club tournament. Mm-hmm. He hit the ball off the first tee. It hit the tee marker and went straight over into the bushes. And so he had to try and hit it left-handed. Oh yeah, so he whiffed it. And then he That's knocked, great. He was hitting <laughs> four off. Twenty ten got number one after that. <laughs> he it's, was four off the first tee. It was great. Yeah, so. My dad at Redgate once hit a tee marker that was no more than two inches <laughs> off the ground. It was one of these logs. 
30 yards in front of the tee and ricocheted, and he was adamant going, why'd they put that there? It's right <laughs> yes, in the yes. way. Was he playing uh, with Roads that day? No, he, oh, I, he was not. I hit the hot dog stand at University of Maryland one time, and we had a turd rule that if you caught your own ball, your own <laughs> shot, you could replay it without penalty. I hit the hot dog stand. The ball goes up in the air. You're I take off like Ken run, Griffey oh, Jr. I, did, I take off running, and I dive for it, and I miss it. But, uh, and blew out your shoulder. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. All right, hole number eight. Golf rounds are up sharply in the U.S. during the pandemic. Question, when do you think we'll see new golf courses being built again in the U.S.? Never. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah. I, it, it's going to be a long time. The, the rounds, Why? Well, the rounds are good for the courses that exist, but it's still such a huge investment now to, to build a golf course. and, and to, it's It a takes cost. so long to get your, your, pay, your money back. It's a maintenance per year. Yeah. It's so expensive yeah. to maintain. But Grass. we haven't it's, had a new course in the DMV in 20 years. Yeah, but we for until this summer, we had too many. We had too many courses, yeah. and nobody wants to be the one that drops out, but we had too many courses, and they were all struggling. It was good for the consumer because they all had the lower prices uh, for the daily fee, but it, it was way overpopulated. Steve, I think that there will be a course built as long as it is surrounded by homes, and those home lots are pre-sold. And it it's in wetlands. And do do you, like though, that, yeah. honestly? Yeah. You really believe? I'm almost no. thinking that now they're just going to build homes. No, I'm going to say, why do we need a golf course for homes? Yeah. You don't. We won't no. see. One, we won't see one in the DMV no. built. No question. They're building one back in in my hometown, Zionsville, Indiana, called Holiday Farms, which is Pete Dye's last golf course. They sold every lot before they broke wow. ground. And they're building okay. one out at Lake Anna right now too. Oh, they are. Okay, so yeah. there's yeah. some. There's some. Really? It's been in, it's been in process for like 15 years. Yeah. But it's finally gotten. Yeah, All right, finally, hole number nine, quick nine. Dustin Johnson needs needs one more major to validate his career as a dominant player. Yes, what he did at Boston was unbelievable. He's a great player. He's won every year on tour for 13 straight years. But you know I think what? he needs another major. I think he needs – so he has two? One, one major. He has one. I think you S- need four. S- Brooks. He's a one-pump S- chunk. I think you need What's four. He What's he got, bro? One? Yeah. We're not friends, bro. I think you need four and the amount of wins that he has right now. Four majors, the amount of wins he has right now, and he's considered – Which is in the low 20s, right? 22, yeah, one of the top uh, 15 players ever. Ronnie? Uh, I think he's dominant. As as he sits and plays today, he's a dominant player. Oh, he is. I, I, and he's a genius, you, too. I'm glad I mean, you used the so word smart. dominant. I'm glad you used the no. word dominant. He's Hall of Fame right now. He's a Rhodes Scholar. VJ Singh yeah, is Hall right. of Fame. You're right. I, but to be dominant, he needs more majors. I didn't say yeah. he's not Hall of Fame. I think right. he is. I'm yeah. just saying. And that's just the distinction of the word. He's so dominant that if he doesn't win another one, the major record will come off as an underachiever. Yeah, you'll Correct. say it. And yeah. I want him to win that other one. He I'm, did I'm, win a U.S. Open, I'm, though. He, he didn't win a PGA Championship. I know. I'm D- I'm, I'm, easy now. I'm DJ positive. Trust oh, me on this. And his, and his, <laughs> sorry, cool. <laughs> oh, there you go. Shots fired. All right. Take a break. We'll come back. Final segment this week. It's the Capital Golf Gang. Time now for the you Weapon are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who still don't know the difference between red stakes, yellow stakes, and white stakes. Except they're all bad. Harder, yes, sir. Yes, sir, Judge. Yes, sir. Look at the wax buildup on those shoes. This is fine leather. I want that wax stripped off there. I want them creamed and buffed with a fine chamois. And I want them now. Chop, chop. Got got them. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. Bushwood? A dump? Well, I'll guarantee you'll never be a member here. Want to live the members-only life? Where the grass is greener and everybody knows your name? The Capital Golf Gang has you covered with the Private Club of the Week. We're going to call this one the Private Club of the Week. I want to thank John Madden, PGA professional, for hosting us out here on this very nice Friday, late summer, at uh, Riverbend Club, Riverbend Country Club, whatever they're calling themselves now. It's Riverbend. Riverbend Club. Riverbend Club here in the hills, the forested hills with the Cicadas in the background, as you can hear. See, that's your gnat sound right there. They're conducting their senior club championship right now, and I don't think we've pissed off too many groups so far. <laughs> just a couple. So, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know how it works. Like, you're like, you know, I just got a promotional work, or I'm about to retire. I'd love to join a club like that. 
I don't know how you go about it. You've got to kind of tiptoe up to it. You can't just walk up and say, hello. This is word of mouth. This is, would, you know, would you, like to, would you like to come out and play? Maybe would you like to be sponsored to become a member? It's yeah. not like you walk in the front door and say, hey, yeah. can I get a nap? But I will say in terms of punching its weight with any of the other elite clubs in the D.C. area, this is right there. Gorgeous. Absolutely. This is right there. Gorgeous. Full facility, clubhouse. There's like a hole underneath here. they got simulators now, apparently. So, uh, yeah. And not as well known outside the DMV. But no, it's the not. The people that know in the DMV know. Because they know Because it's, it's yeah. tucked away. That's the thing. Gorgeous. You know, all the other big ones, you know, congressional and – Burning Tree and Columbia and all that, they're kind of in the mix there. They're near the Beltway, so this is off tucked away in the woods. Okay, final segment here. I turn it over to the panelists. We call this Panelists' Choice. Mr. Ronis, Mr. Thomas, and Mr. Gould, you're on the tee. Play away. Start with you, John Ronis. Two things for me. First of all, Ronnie and I, uh, were uh, we were given the opportunity to play on a media day. All you guys were, but we were able to do it at Woodmont for the uh, United States Women's Amateur um, Woodmont and, I, and, and David Dorn is the director of golf and, and Ron Bubis is the chairman of the tournament. That tournament played so beautifully on TV. Yep. The golf course is impeccable. The facility is impeccable. Of course, I spent 19 years there, so I'm a little bit biased. But I can't thank those guys enough for two things. One, for inviting us to play. But two, their passion in the three years that I've been gone. That golf course has changed dramatically. And it's so pretty. It's so pretty. So their passion for the game um, to make that golf course like it is. And then thank you for letting us come out there and play. Yeah. I mean, it's just phenomenal and, it and a great job. It, boy, it showed so well. Yeah. And they, have such a, they raved about it, such too. Such a yeah. long history of helping out the associations. You know, they hosted the, yeah. the open qualifier uh, and, many years. And, Bobby you know, Gorin. another thing is this place was renovated for about a year and a half or two-year period. Yep. We had a River group Bend. over at Woodmont every day from Riverbend during that time period. So it's a gracious club. It's a great club, and they deserve um, all the accolades. If you are looking for a club in the Maryland area, that is the cream of the crop. And it went to extra holes. The the amateur was fantastic. The second thing is I just have to commend you, John, because I have a ton of juniors that play in these MAPGA tournaments. And I'm so frustrated with no high school sports, and you guys are hosting these tournaments, and they're just – Flawless. Even one of my guys had an issue. I talked to John about it. You know, we talked like, what should we maybe think about in the future kind of thing. Of course, I have no power in that. But he was so just (laughs) nice to pick up the phone. And these kids just, the opportunity, they're playing in pro tournaments in their mind every week because of the the way you and your staff are running it. So I appreciate it as a middle The Middle Atlantic PGA Junior Tour. And my son plays in that tour, on that tour. And there is a tournament darn near every day, yeah. and every time we play, there are no hiccups, there's no, no surprises, it's perfectly run, and the play, the amount of play, and your fields are full. You're on wait list for about well, every yeah, one I of mean, them. We reduced the field sizes because of COVID, so okay. we didn't have too many people around in one, in one area, but let, let me give a shout out to Colin Elphick, who's our yeah, Colin, director. That's called hiring well and getting out of the way. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. He does a great job. Bob Heinz before him. You're right. Uh, you know, where they, the kids love it. Uh, it's, you know, as we've talked about many times on the show, this is a ideal sport for social distancing yeah. uh, and for kids. And uh, some of our pros have gone as far to, hey, because the high schools are not playing uh, golf uh, yeah. or any sports, but golf to run programming um, for, our, for our high school golf. I'm going there. We're doing junior league. I'm running uh, programs. Yeah. All right. Very uh, good. That, Ron Thomas, uh, you are now on the team. Uh, Maryland Open. Ended this past week on Wednesday. There was an 18-hole round played at the Country Club at Woodmore. 18 holes played at our club, the Cannon Club. Then they cut to the low 40 for the final day at the club at Woodmore. Uh, So, in other words, each player got to play each golf course. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to Charlie Weingartner, our member. uh, A wonderful young player who uh, I was out there in a cart covering the event for the, all of our fans, that were, all of our club uh, members that were at the club. Nice. So Kelly was kind enough to let me sneak around there. Yep. So I was given play-by-play, but it uh, came down to number 18. Uh, Charlie birdied 16. Then this, these guys, Josh Spate. Josh Spate. Spate yep. and uh, Larkin Gross, who was a former yeah. three-time All-American at Kids Methodist College. Yep. So anyway, it comes down to 18. Two of our PGA professionals. Yeah, right? the, Spate, or Spate and Gross birdied 17 and 18, both of them. Coming down the stretch. Nice. 15. I mean, no, you're trying bang, to bang, win bang, the round. Bang. Yeah. Yep. And then 18, they were both 20 feet, right? They yeah, and Charlie Birdie 16. Then uh, 
par 17. They both, the other two guys, birdie 17. So, in other words, it comes down to 10 under, 9 under, 9 under, and I got to sit there and watch this. Good and, boy, was it intense. Nice. It was intense. Uh, but Kelly Newland and the staff at the MSGA did a wonderful job. Uh, Michael Cumberpatch over at the Washington Met in the middle Atlantic. He is facing county executive orders and all these different things to get all these tournaments in, and they're doing a yeoman's job. Yeah. And he's a, Cumberpatch is amazing. Yeah, he really so, is. And, uh, and, uh, that reminds me. So, I mean, it's championship season for our associations, including the Mid-Atlantic PGA, generally because this is the time we can get golf courses, right? Usually people vacation. It's so hot. You know, August, July, that's when we can have the both state opens are usually in July. Our section championships usually in August. There's a couple others usually in August. It's been a little bit diff- more difficult this year because nobody's going anywhere. So the yeah. members still want their golf course. But those that have, you know, th- those that you're describing, Cannon Club, Woodmore Cannon Club especially because they weren't scheduled to host it this year. That's right. But bailed them out because uh, <coughs> Maryland State couldn't run qualifiers for the event, so they needed to have more people in the event, so they did two courses, et cetera. 222 players. So let's let's give a shout-out to the courses for hosting yeah. when they couldn't, when they didn't yeah. have to. But it is championship season, so I have to get in. Our, our section championship, the Mid-Atlantic PGA section championship, was the Golden Horseshoe. Uh, as I said, they had 15 inches of rain the 15 days before we got there. Uh, but it was beautiful. It was 80 degrees in Williamsburg, which never happens wow. in August for the three days of the event. And uh, Yangju, uh, local uh, uh, to here, he, he works at uh, Top Golf Loudon, made 19 birdies in three days. Hmm. Uh, well, to, must to, be to, nice. Uh, to, to win that. And, uh, you know, very impressive. But, you know, the funny thing about golf is the same thing we're talking about on the tour. He went to the Maryland Open. He made the cut, but he, he, he was maybe – plus one or even or something yep. like that. You know, you just can't – to keep it going week after week is tough. But, uh, you know, it's it's been a fun season for us. Uh, and like you said, trying to get them in, uh, you, know, with, you know, with COVID rules. You, know, you guys are earning your paychecks because yeah. it's uh, all hands on deck. Uh, I just want to mention as a player in the State Open this year, I had the pleasure uh, – I shot 79 the first day at Country Club at Woodmore. Not good. Second day, I was paired with Bob Dolan ah. at uh, yeah. at, um, oh boy, at the Cannon Club, and I love Bob Dolan. I just and I had so much fun with him, but I played well. I shot even par in front of Bob Dolan, and that's a nice feeling. Nice. You Who's know, Bob Dolan? A, Bob Dolan's a head golf pro, longtime head golf pro, PGA at, pro at Columbia. At Columbia. Pro. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd heard that name before. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Uh, but uh, very nice. Just shoot. It, uh, my point probably, is, he's is probably playing, played in thirty-two straight Maryland Open. Yes. Oh, okay. So it's just a neat feeling. It's a is an amateur. You get to play right. with these with golf professionals. Exactly. And, and it's fun to shoot yeah. an even par round. With I'm Bob glad Dolan. to hear that you guys found a way to do it. You know. It's like, why don't you just quit? Why don't you just cancel? So why don't you just say... It would be we'll, easy, wouldn't it? Why don't you just say, really we'll, we'll do golf sometime in the future when the yeah. world is perfect and easy. No, yeah. golf, boys, found a way, which is the essence of the game, is it not? Punch yes. out, chip on, make a putt, find a freaking way. Because nobody guarantees the weather is going to be better later <laughs> than it is right now. Whether it's the weather on the golf course or the weather in life or the weather with a pandemic, right? And everybody in the tournament, I have to point out, feels really good being out there. Of course they it's do. Like it's really neat. And you're they not, really you're not appreciate anything for, it. And no one's misbehaving. It's amazing. I have it's not happy. seen anybody throwing clubs. It's or a happy beating. place. Yeah, it's just a, they appreciate the opportunity. All right, Amen. boys. Thank you guys for coming out here to Riverbend Club. And thank you to John Madden and the membership for letting us be out here on the patio. We are very patio-friendly. We'll keep our voices down. So if your course would like the Capital Golf Gang to come on out, please do so. Until next week, boys, we'll see you. Play some golf, have fun, and thank you for listening to the Capital Golf Gang. This has been the Capital Golf Gang on the Team 980. If you'd like the gang to visit your home course, send your inquiries to zabe at yahoo.com. That's C-Z-A-B-E at yahoo.com. Or visit the show page at www.theteam980.com. And for free swag, we're all in extra large. So yeah, thanks for the shirts.